This is episode 24, Focus on Big Wins. Welcome to the Sleek Geek Health Revolution podcast. My name is Eric Charles and I am here with Ilan Lohman to help you discover how you can build healthy habits and live a better life. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now let's get to it. Hey Sleeks, it is your fearless leader Ilan here and this is the start of another awesome Sleek Geek podcast. Today we are talking about focus on big wins. I'm here with Eric. How's it Eric? How are you doing? Hey, good in yourself man. Great, I'm amped for this topic. Yeah, me too. But before we get into it, I just wanted to let anyone who's listening know that next week Monday we are kicking off a group-wide free 21-day movement challenge. Mm. It's very, very exciting. Um, that movement challenge actually costs 299 Rand. Normally retails for that, yeah. Exactly. But our sponsors, Vitaforce, have come in and said, you know what, we are going to pay for anyone in Sleek Geek who wants to do it in the month of November. So if you sign up right away um, before the, the 8th of November 2021, you can go to www.sleekgeek.co.za forward slash energy. That's really easy. You can sign up and you can do that movement challenge with us for absolutely free. Thank you very much to Vitaforce. Um, may the Vitaforce be with you. And you've got some cool prizes lined up, by the way, so don't miss yep. out on that either. Exactly. Lots of hampers, um, exciting prizes, and plenty of things to win. Yeah. So let's, speaking of win, let's focus on the big wins. That's what today's topic is about. Exactly. And it's all about the small handful of things you can focus on for the biggest results. Now, Ilan, I don't know about you, but whenever I think about this topic, I think about if I could only pick four or five fits or healthy things to focus on day in and day out every single day that would get me the majority of results, what would they be? That's kind of how I think about the big ones. Yeah, it's like that 80-20 principle. Exactly. I mean, if you go into the sleeky group and you look at some of the discussions there, you'll see some people really nitpicking like, are apples healthier than bananas? Yes. And even if there was an answer, even if one was healthier than the other, the difference would be so small. Is a sweet be potato better than a potato? Exactly. Should I be doing 10 or 12 reps? So you can spend so much energy, so much time going round and round in circles, nitpicking these things, or you could pick four or five big wins and nail them every single day. Like having, for me, protein with every meal or yes. really loading up on vegetables. I think most people don't eat nearly enough vegetables and can probably eat a lot more than they think they can to feel fuller and more satisfied. Uh, for the other things like me, like snacking less, um, you know, trying to stretch the time a little bit between my meals so I'm not just instantly reaching for food as soon as I get hungry. Or getting in 10,000 steps today. Yeah, that's a great one too, like walking more. We live in such a sedentary world yeah. and now that you work from home, or well, many people do, there's a lot more opportunity to move around more often if you seize it. Not drinking your calories. Yeah. Drinking more water. Yeah, drinking less calories is very, very easy to overconsume. That's a big one for me. I know it is for you too. Sure. I mean, I look at the amount of calories that some people can put away with the, the milk and cream in their coffee, with the alcoholic drinks at night, with the soft drinks and veggie juices and whatever else that has a load of calories in it. Sure. And then you get someone else who just, oh, yeah, I, I drink water 
Sometimes I drink Coke Zero, sometimes I have a beer now and then, but uh, mostly I drink water. I take it for granted because They're I don't have... drink many calories. But exactly. when I work with clients and then you learn about their lifestyles, you realize, hang on a second, there's some people out there who are struggling to lose weight, but mm. they are drinking a massive amount of their calories in fruit juices, in cocktails, in, uh, you know, all sorts of yeah. different uh, things. And especially when it comes to alcoholic oh, drinks, not only do they add calories, but they can also reduce your ability to make smart decisions. And also it reduces your muscle uh, building um, ability. Mm, okay, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, like yeah. your recovery and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you build less muscle if you're drinking alcohol. That's interesting. Yeah, no, there's the science to prove it. But, like, let's just get back to the topic, the big wins. And I think what Eric's saying here is really, really crucial. You know, often when I start working with people, I'll say to them, we ask people normally, our clients, what level are you at? Mm. You know, to try and rate, like, what level are you at right now? And most people are at level one. And the reason why they're at level one is because some of the things that Eric's mentioned, you know, we consider to be fundamentals mm. in building a healthy lifestyle and people haven't been able to master those things consistently. So that's where the crux, com the crux comes in in the action, in the actual performance. Mm. So for example, it's not good enough to know, oh, I know I should be eating more vegetables. Mm. It's actually, do you eat vegetables regularly, every yeah. day, consistently? Before you can actually progress to the next level. And just for context, there's three levels, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I think that you've got to earn those next levels. You've got to earn the right to be asking complex questions. Mm. You've got to earn the right to be asking, you know, whether you should, you know, do this versus that when it makes such a minute difference. Whether you should have your last meal at seven or eight o'clock when it makes no difference. Yes. Or, you know, whether you should eat carbs after 5 p.m., you know, all these things that people think make the world of difference. Yes. And I think the reason why you have this is because a lot of people are confused. Mm. They are not sure why they're not making progress. Yes. And because they don't understand the bigger picture, they're looking for the small little secrets. Yes. The small little things that they don't know. Mm. And they think that that's going to make all the difference. It's a game changer. The secret, yeah. That, that silver bullet. Yeah. And yeah, there's, there's a saying that like where they say the amateur practices until they um, get it right. Yeah. But the professional practices until they never get it wrong. And this is about the basics. You know, if you look at it like, especially in martial arts or something like that, you know, the professionals, the experts, the black belts, whatever you want to call them, they will be able to execute the basics flawlessly. Uh, and the majority of the practice, the majority of the training still focuses on those basics simply because they know that is the, the core structure of their discipline. Yeah. And the same goes for nutrition. Like the, the professionals, they eat protein and veg and drink low calorie drinks and they get enough sleep and they manage their stress and they get the stuff. Don't snack much. And they will do all of that before complicated intermittent fasting protocols or calorie or carb cycling or biohacking or supplements and vitamins and minerals, if you're not getting your steps in first, if you're walking 2,000 steps a day, you're probably better off walking more than going to the gym and picking up a heavy weight. Yes. I mean, there's that lesson in our coaching, like mowing your, mowing your lawn when the house is on fire. Oh, I love that. You know, like that's the analogy, is yeah. you're, worrying, you're worrying about all these things that don't matter, mm. and you're ignoring the massive fire that's roaring. Yeah. You know, you're not even eating a healthy meal. And, you know, you're starting to ask questions about should you exercise fasted or unfasted mm, in the morning? Mm. But your nutrition's a mess. Yeah. So, you know, that's 
you know, you earn the right to get more complex Brilliant. about things. So, so going back to the concept of focusing on big wins, mm. like at its core, what are the things that you're going to be doing for the next 10, 20, 30 years if you want to continue living a healthy lifestyle? Well, I definitely think, you know, getting in your steps daily. Yeah. Like you have to be, you can't be sedentary. Going to the gym for an hour a day or whatever is not enough. Mm. Like, and you and I also, you know, we struggle with this because we're desk bound. Mm. Um, and so we have to make a conscious choice. And I admit that I'm not always good at it. And I think that I do better on my journey in terms of managing my weight, etc. I do better when I'm walking daily and when I'm actively moving. Absolutely. I think you're much better off adding more steps in throughout the day than adding in an additional whole workout to your week. Yeah, um, definitely. So that I would say is one key. Big, big, big one movement. Key, key people rock. underestimate just how, uh, I, there's a place you can go back and you can look and see what is the average estimated step count for people like 50 years ago, 100 years ago. And you look at the graph and how much has changed over the years. Yeah. And it's really scary to see how much our steps have decreased with so much household entertainment and computer work and computer games and cell phones and stuff like that. And everything is just about convenience now. So getting in your steps is a massive one you can focus on. It's something that will always be relevant, always be relevant in yep. your journey. And it's also really well tolerated. Like it, it doesn't... Low impact. It's low impact. It doesn't cause much pain. In most cases, it can help with pain. It can help with energy. It can help with stress and mental clarity. Whereas... Doing an intense workout can often leave you feeling even more beaten up and tired than you began. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Sometimes you wonder, like, Jesus, is this what health feels like? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And steps can help you recover from that. I think for me, at least, getting enough sleep is another really big win. I know that when I don't sleep enough, I have a lot less energy to work out and exercise the next day. And I crave more junk food. So it becomes this vicious cycle. If I, get, if I don't get enough sleep, I don't have energy to exercise. And if I don't exercise, uh, my nutrition tends to go to hell. And if my nutrition goes out the window, I don't feel like a fit and healthy person, so I don't exercise. And if I don't exercise, I don't tie myself out, so I don't feel like sleeping. And it just goes round and round and round. A vicious circle. So for me, it's a lot easier to get an hour extra sleep than it is to force myself through cravings and eating healthily. And also that, that sleep is going to help you manage your stress better. Exactly. Your mood, your stress, your handling pressure. Yeah. All of those things um, are determined by how well rested you are. Absolutely. A lot of people don't even realize that. So that's Absolutely. another big one. You know, for me, another big one when you get back to the movement side, on top of those steps is, you know, if you want to be a fit and healthy person, something you've got to do for the rest of your life is you've got to work out a few times a week. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to work out. You don't have to work out seven times a, day, uh, a week. But at the end of the day, like, I think you should be working out at least four times a week. Four or five a times point. a week is, is probably a good sweet spot. I don't know what you think. I'd say for most people, three or four times is a very realistic yep. place to be for a busy life. And it's very doable. Um, it depends on how long and how much and how intense. Sure. But um, definitely one of your habits has got to be that you've got to work out a few times a week. Yeah. You've got to sweat. You've got to, um, you've got to push yourself a little bit and get out of your comfort zone. Mm. For your mm. heart health as well. For your cardiovascular health. I think another big win is uh, shopping properly. I think people underestimate the importance of going to the shops and only coming back with the food you need. Um, 
quite simply, if you don't have junk food in your house, you're less, you, you're less likely to eat it if yeah. it's not in your house. Yeah. You're more likely to eat, eat the food that is in your house. So the, the big win is being able to go to the shops when you're not hungry, so you're not craving junk food, and you only come back with healthy food to support your goals. That is a huge win that takes relatively little effort and relatively little time, but it'll provide a huge amount of effort to you. It's one of those kind of concepts where you work once, you benefit forever, in a way. Yep. You, know, you, yep. you spend five, 10 minutes of extra willpower at the shops, not buying junk food, and suddenly you don't need to have willpower for the rest of the week at home, ignoring the cookies or the ice cream or the rusts or the whatever you bought that are in the cupboard calling your name. Yep. To me, that is a great example of a big win you can focus on. If you're going to the shops and you're bringing home junk food, that is a big problem to focus on. 100%. I mean, whatever you bring back, you're going to eat. It kind I mean, of, that's, that's yeah. just the way it works. And it ties into design your environment, you know? Yep. Like, if and you have a jar of rusk in your kitchen counter versus the jar of bowl of fruit, it's going to just dictate what you eat when you go into the kitchen. You're more yep. likely to eat what you see. And also think, you know, when it comes to big wins, another way to look at it is rather than just the things that people need to be doing, it's like the things that they need not be doing. Mm. So everybody out there has one or two weak spots or bad habits. Yeah. So for example, if you're somebody who every night, like let's say everything's on point, mm. you're great with your meals, you're great with your workouts, but somehow every night you find yourself snacking while watching TV late night, or mm. somehow you find yourself at your computer late at night, always snacking. Mm. You know, that is then something like you could have a massive win by if you can address that situation. Yeah, so absolutely. if you have anything like that, if you constantly, you know, if you're someone who can't walk into a petrol station without buying a chocolate, mm. you know, whatever it is, identify something that's your major weak spot. Yeah. Like if you were a detective and I said to you, listen, take a microscope on your lifestyle. Mm. What do you think right now is something that you know if you eliminate it, yeah. you know that that rusk every morning with your coffee is not helping you. Mm. Like, could you eliminate that? And then, you know, that could be a really big win mm. by like eliminating that. one of those bad habits. Because you can work on making progress on both sides of the spectrum. So on one end, you can add in healthy habits. Yeah. And on the other end, you can subtract healthy habits. And of course, the best case now is that you can substitute the bad ones for good ones at the same time. Sure. Not always sure. possible, but it's, it is a great way to think about things. What can you add? What can you remove? Sure. Um, for me, another big win is being active on the weekends. Uh, I think most people let the weekend be their weekend. That's a great one. And it doesn't actually take as much as people think. Something I've been doing regularly is going to the my runs on a Sunday, which are the, the Sunday versions of park runs, if you're familiar with that. Basically a 5K or 2.5K thing that you can run or walk. And I've been making a real mission to get out there every Sunday and go for a run. Even though I'm not a runner, I don't run regularly. Like mm -hmm. it's pretty much the only time I run. But for me, having an active Sunday morning is a massive win because it keeps my weekend on track. Yeah. It almost gives me a head start to the week coming up. And it reinforces my identity as a fit and healthy person. When I do those runs, I'm like, hell yeah. Like I had a fit and healthy weekend. I'm a fit and healthy person. I'll start the week off on the right note. Absolutely. I mean, getting, getting active on the weekend is an excellent one because I think that's, that, as you say, is the time where a lot of people, they literally, you know, they, they loaf on the couch, overeat, and they don't have that, you know, foundation. Yes. 
So that's a really, really good one. Win the weekend. So that's a great big win. I think also in a, if you can schedule like at least or plan one or two really healthy meals for the weekend, it can, even if things fall, a bit, fall apart a bit on a Friday night, if you have a healthy breakfast scheduled on Saturday morning, mm. it kind of yanks you back on track again. It grounds you. It, it keeps you anchored to your healthy and fit lifestyle. Definitely. It doesn't let it snowball into more and more and more. Definitely. And I think, you know, one thing that's also made this terrain difficult for people to navigate is that nutrition has become so convoluted. Yeah. And, you know, people, because there's so many competing ideas mm. around what nutrition should be. And that leaves people really worried about the minor, the smaller details. Yes. Where, you know, I mean, you, you wrote an article a few years ago on our blog that's still very popular. Mm. And, you know, what that article was about was rather than looking at the differences between all the different eating styles, rather look at the commonalities. Yes. You know, the things that everyone would agree on. So, you know, everyone would agree that you can eat, you should eat lots of vegetables and yes. whole foods. Yes. Everyone would agree that you shouldn't add... Uh, additional sugar to your diet you know and yet people still spend more time debating apples versus bananas than figuring out how to add more vegetables to their diet exactly exactly you know sweet potatoes versus potatoes another white rice versus brown rice popular debate absolutely Um, exactly brown rice versus white rice i mean it comes down to the portion right it's more or less I the mean, same, slight difference, but... I mean, half a plate of brown rice is going to be worse for you than a fistful of white rice in the long run, you know? Yeah. I mean, who knows? Yeah. But, but the point is, it's not, worth, it's not worth breaking your head over those things. There's much bigger battles to win than those differences there. Exactly, and it's outcomes-based. I mean, at the end of the day, if you're getting results, that's then an illustration that what you're doing is effective or not. So I think like to, to keep to, it simple, really. To, to re-sum, like you know, if, if you had to pick like four or five key behaviors, key things that you need to do on a daily basis or a weekly basis to keep you on track. If you did these day in and day out, you would make great progress. Think about what they were, and make it happen. Yeah, and I think whenever you start getting caught up in the complexity of it all, start going back to basics and saying, "Hang on a second. Those things, would, am I actually doing those things? Mm. You know, because sometimes you, you, you don't see the wood from the trees and sometimes we lose perspective and we, you know, we don't actually realize that, hang on a second, in truth, if I'm honest about it and I sit here and I take stock, I'm not doing those things. How many portions of veggies am I actually having on a weekly basis? How many portions of protein am I actually having? How many cheat meals am I having? How, how much am I really overeating on the weekend? Mm. How often is it? is it every weekend? Is it once a month? Is it twice a month? Um, I think those are great ways to take stock and recalibrate your perception of what you actually do. Yeah, and I think also, you know, leading on to this topic of, of big wins, you know, we teach a habit-based approach to health. Mm. And one of the principles around habits is to focus on one thing at a time. Yes. So, you know, how you can apply this big wins kind of idea is when you're working on things in your health journey, try work on one or two things at a time. Mm. You know, don't try and work on 20 things at a time. So, you know, if you decide that you're going to squash your late night eating, then spend the next two, three weeks, whatever it is, working on, on addressing that. And really nail it. Don't get distracted. Focus on it. Yeah. Yeah. And then once you've kind of proven the consistency and proven you can keep that 
new habit up, then you can look at adding one more in sure. and see how that goes. And building from there. Yeah. Cool. Great. I mean, I think, uh, I think we've nailed it. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. We look forward to the next podcast. And just remember, don't get too caught up in the minors. Focus on the majors and uh, keep healthy. Cheers, guys.